Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. You can find more of them like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search the KYMN Radio Podcast. This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays, 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap on a Saturday morning, May 1st. It is May Day indeed. A lot of stuff going on today, not only with uh, high school sports, but uh, I know you're Golden Gophers. Some people are excited. They got a little spring football going on today as well. Uh, Today, I don't know if you knew this or not, but it's School Principals Day today as well as May Day. National Fitness Day, National Mother Goose Day, National Loyalty Day, National Bombshell Day. Law Day, of course, the Kentucky Derby going off this afternoon, and Free Comic Book Day. I don't know if you knew that, but there's also National Play Outside Day, and today is a day to get outside and play outside. Mostly sunny skies, unbelievable. High of 87 today. Tonight, going to cool off to around 55 beautiful southwest winds. And then for tomorrow, here it comes. Got a little slight chance of some showers tomorrow. It's going to warm up, mostly cloudy skies to a high of around 75, and then it will cool off again on Sunday night to around 48, but 50% chance of some showers and thunderstorms. Monday looks like a 40% chance of of rain and a high of around 60. Monday night looks like a more continued cloudiness, maybe a slight chance of some rain and 40. Uh, Tuesday, sunny skies and 59, and then Tuesday night it clears off, continues clear, cools off around 37, and then it's Wednesday and Thursday, Chances of some slight showers and a high around 59 for both of those days. We'll see the sunshine again on Friday. So uh, today's a great day to play outside. Get outside and enjoy it. Plant your flowers or whatever you got to do because we got some rain on the way. And uh, it'll be a good week to... to uh, Get those May flowers. You know, April showers bring May flowers, but I guess it'll, we postponed it a little bit to uh first week of May. So it's already 70 in the Northfield area. So it's a great day to play outside. Speaking of which, we brought in our outside girls softball coach, Ryan Peach, on the scene. Ryan, good morning. Good morning. Sounds like uh, you've already been outside playing, and your daughter's been outside playing a little bit. Uh, we just got done with dance class, so we just got home. We just got uh, done with that. We're going to head outside here when I'm, when I'm done talking to you. So, what, 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 what do you have in store today? Do we have any practices going on today? Um, no softball practice today, but my uh, daughter, who's going to be five this summer, she likes to uh, practice her hitting, so I'm sure we'll do some of that outside. And uh, her and my son like to ride the scooters and bikes and all that fun stuff. So just going to take advantage of this beautiful day we have. Absolutely. So like I said, we got a little bit of rain coming up uh, in the next few days as well. So uh, let's talk about the uh, the softball team a little bit. It's been a few weeks. We uh, we hadn't even had a game under our belt the last time we talked. <clears throat> and we talked about how, you know, there was so much time in between the last games and uh, missing out on some of the seniors from last year and, and whatnot. So how have they come together? How, how's the team doing? What's what's going on? What's working? What's uh, What's happening? Yeah, the girls have been, really been uh, playing well all season, but really specifically these last two weeks. Um, I think we're riding a, what is it, a six or seven game winning streak now. Um, I think in those those seven games, we've only allowed two runs. So obviously, um, Brent Hostetler has been pitching excellent. Um, Courtney Graff pitched a game there as well, and she did great. So uh, we're just getting great pitching, um, great defense, and obviously uh, we're scoring a lot of runs too. Is so we're putting together quality at bats and. Uh, you know, we're kind of winning in a variety of ways during these last few weeks. We, we've done it with small ball. Um, and then last game on Thursday against Mankato West, we did it with the, with the long ball with three home runs, two of which came from Michaela Girard and one of which came from Courtney Graff. So girls are playing well right now. They're coming to practice every day, ready to go, working hard to get better every day. So hopefully we can uh, keep this going in the next week. 
And A.J. Reister will have a uh, live interview with Avery and Bryn coming up a little bit later in the program as well. So a couple of good standouts there. Oh, definitely, yes. They're two of our, our seniors. we got uh, a lot of six seniors on our team this year. They're all contributing. So, uh, yeah, you got two good girls there that I'll be talking to, so I'm excited to see what they have to say. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, A.J. asks them what they think about the coaching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. What's coming? What's coming up? What What do you do as the season progresses? Do you change your strategy? Do you change your uh, workouts? Do you change your practice regimen? What What's uh, What changes? No, we're not changing anything. We're just uh, the biggest thing we're emphasizing is just getting better every day. You know, I'm a firm believer we want to be playing our absolute best softball come playoff time. So we're just working towards that goal of, of everybody being healthy and playing our best ball. You know, come the end of May when playoffs start, and hopefully we can. Uh, play great ball then and hopefully make a run at the state tournament so so do you use live live pitching for a batting practice or do you use the the machine we do both um we're fortunate we have a handful of quality pitchers so we are able to to have all those girls pitch when we want to get some some live batting practice and such so um we'll do plenty of that um and obviously we'll spend plenty of time in the cages working on our tees um, pitting off the pitching machine, doing soft toss, things like that. Do the uh, do the pitchers that you have? Do they they, they have uh, good ball controls? Can they move it? Can they can they move it around a little bit, or is it just strictly pretty much just straight up the middle? Oh no, they move it well. Um, a lot of our pitchers have a lot of natural movement on just their fastball, and then a lot of them are throwing, you know, rise balls, curve balls, drop balls, change ups. So they work hard at it. Um, most of them work with a, an individual pitching coach, so they put in a lot of time in that, and they move the ball around well. And uh, I've caught for them all, and it's definitely moving. So, oh, you're 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 in behind uh, the the plate, huh? Oh, I've caught for them all a little bit. You know, you just in there. you just <laughs> is, that, is that is are you observing? Is that what you're trying to do there? I mean, are you? I'm, I'm observing more than anything, giving our giving our catchers a little break here and there, and observing stuff. Or maybe you just got that kid in you still, huh? Yeah, every once in a while it still comes out, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always like to play ball. Uh, it's always fun to get out and enjoy it. So um, what's coming up on the horizon for the for the schedule, and uh, what are the expectations? Obviously to win. Duh, Jim. I get it, I get it. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, we got uh, Rochester John Marshall at home on Tuesday. Um, that's a 5 p.m. start time. Um, and then on Thursday, we go to Rochester Century for a doubleheader. So um, two big games for us. I should say three big games for us. Um, both Rochester teams, I should say all three Rochester teams are competitive every year. So uh, we know what to expect there. But uh, both a conference and a section opponent for us next week. So we got to come ready to go. And like I said earlier, continue to just strive to get better every day. So Everyone healthy? Uh, yes. At the moment. At the moment. No uh, no stubbed toes or uh, ankle sprains or any of that stuff going on? Nope, nope. Fortunately, we've been staying healthy, and like I said, obviously that's our, our goal heading through the season, and hopefully when it comes to playoff time, we are fully healthy and uh, playing our best ball. Are you running rotation through there? Are you uh, offering you know, opportunity for other people to play, or you've got a fixed, a fixed roster? Or where were you at with that? You know, these last few weeks we've kind of been finding our identity. Um, obviously, Brent Hostetler is our number one pitcher. She's going to, to pitch for us um, the majority of the time. Um, and then defensively, we're kind of settling into our roles um, and establishing those with each player, and they kind of know now what their role is going to be on the team moving forward. And uh, as far as hitting goes, we know we kind of got our 9, 10 girls that we feel like are going to hit for us day in and day out, and we're kind of just trying to figure out now which batting order is going to give us the best chance to win. Uh, as far as the rules are concerned, can you do an unlimited batting type of a thing where you can just substitute at any point, or do you, if you put a batter in, they have to go and play the field? Um, there's different rules for different, you know, baseball, softball, girls softball, et cetera, et cetera. What's, how's that work in, uh, in the uh, girls softball fast pitch? Yeah, softball is obviously very, very similar to baseball. You can only hit nine girls, so if you want to hit somebody else, they have to substitute in for somebody who's in the hitting lineup. Um, and then once that player comes out, they can re-enter the game. They call it one time. So um, if you do take a girl out to have somebody else hit for the original girl can go back in one time. Um, and the nice thing about softball, they allow you to have what's called the 
designated player and a flex. So the designated player is essentially a designated hitter. All she really does is hit, and then the flex player is uh, basically a defensive specialist. So she doesn't hit. She just plays in the field. So it kind of allows you to play, have 10 girls in the lineup. When you, if you go that route, only nine of them are hitting, but then you get 10 girls in the game. So, How does that defensive player feel about that, not being able to hit the ball? Well, you know, it, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's Come a important um, You know, I, I guess I could see. I you know at times it might be frustrating, but uh, it's nice when you have when you have a uh, you know a girl that's really good defensively and maybe continuing to work on her hitting. You can then get ten girls in the lineup and uh, kind of bolster up your defense a little bit. So, you know, it's it's some some teams use it, some don't. Um, I like to use it whenever possible. Like I said, it gives gives you the opportunity to have 10 kids playing as opposed to nine so and when you say defensive specialist so i don't know would they be a shortstop third baseman probably or they would that does does that necessarily mean anything it doesn't necessarily mean anything i've had you know in years past we've had our, our flex has been an infield player we've had it be a pitcher um this year we're primarily using our flex as as one of our outfielders so very good well you guys are doing pretty well. Sounds like um, things are things are going well. Injury free. Everything's going well. Brynn Hostetler is. Does she pitch every game, or does she maybe take a day off once in a while? Uh, she's pretty. She's been pretty much pitching every game for us so far. Obviously, we have double headers, which we have this coming week. She, she won't pitch the second game. Um, we had a double header a couple weeks ago. Obviously, she pitched the first game and not the second game, and it'll be. Kind of the same again this Thursday when we're down at Century. She'll plan on pitching game one, and then we'll pitch somebody else game two. So, Do you typically try to get her to go the entire game, or does she go like four or five innings, and then you just have like a closer or something? Yeah, she's typically going to go the whole game for us. Um, we've been fortunate these last few weeks. We've had a few games that only lasted four or five innings due to the 10 or 15-run rule. Um, so obviously in those games, she's only pitching four or five innings since the game is obviously over after the fourth or fifth inning, depending on whether or not we 15 or 10 run the team we're playing. So, Would you say that the competition, um, because of what your schedule is and, and where you're located and stuff like that, um, would it be fair to say that you're pretty dominant in in that area and that you know when you start getting in the section playoffs and stuff like that, that you're going to step up to a different level? I mean, it's hard to say. Um, obviously, I think Brent Hostetler is one of, if not the most dominant pitcher in the state of Minnesota right now. So, um, obviously, we're, we're fortunate to have her on our team. Um, the Big Nine is a solid softball conference, though. So, um, you know, but we did try to, to bolster our schedule a little bit, knowing we're moving up to 4A to schedule some of the what we consider the top 4A schools in the state. And we played them earlier in the year in an ECU in Shanhassen, and we're excited we got – Farmington and uh, New Prague on the schedule later in the year. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the Big Nine is a good conference. So, but uh, we try to bolster it up a little bit so that when we head into sections, we, we have an idea of kind of what to expect as far as you know the top four schools. So, so would you say is is uh, is Bryn the the top pitcher in the state, or is she right there? She's right up in the top. I think she is. <laughs> if you ask me, I think she is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's definitely. Uh, a great pitcher. Um, we're excited. We have her for the rest of the season. I'm excited to see what she does um, in her college career at the University of Minnesota. So she's committed to her craft. She's put in a ton of time into improving as a pitcher, and uh, you know she's reaping the rewards of it now. So it's fun to watch. And uh, like I said, we're excited to have her here for the last month and a half of the season. So awesome, and she's going to be a Gopher. Yeah, she's going to the Gophers. Yep. That's awesome because the Gophers got a great program, so that that'll be exciting they to do. watch her over the yeah, next a great few years. Coming in, yep. Awesome. Well, Ryan Peach, head coach for the girls' softball team, thanks for joining me this morning, and uh, good luck to you and the girls, and uh, keep on winning. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. Enjoy this day. Say, yeah, we will enjoy the day for sure. It's eighty-seven on the for a high high today. Great day to get outside and play on this May Day. We got more coming up for you right here on the Raider Wrap. 
on KYMN. Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Welcome back to Raider Wrap on this beautiful Saturday morning. It is currently 70 degrees in the Cannon area. And we're going to go to about 87 today. Great, great day to get outside and enjoy yourself. Uh, going to have uh, some rain coming in to probably tomorrow sometime. And a little bit of rain on Sunday and Monday and then Tuesday and Wednesday. It's a little bit cooler and clearing up a little bit. But then some more rain on Wednesday and Thursday. So uh, today, absolutely glorious. Uh, going to be a little bit of... A little bit of cloudiness out there, but 82 light southwest winds. It is just going to be a great day. Not only is it May Day, it's also National Fitness Day. National Fitness Day, first Saturday in May, offers an opportunity to be inspired and try new ways of beginning or becoming fit and healthy. The day is dedicated to everyone, not just health enthusiasts. Step out and try a class that looks interesting. Zumba, yoga, you know, try it for a day. Perhaps the only uh, want to get out and uh, stretch or just take a walk. Whatever you want to do, it's National Fitness Day. And what a great way to get fit is to maybe get out on the golf course. Mel Miller, girls golf coach, joins us this morning. Mel, good morning. Morning. How are we doing? How's, how's, the, uh, how's the tea times over there in Willingers? Well, actually, today in Willingers, we're very busy. We have over 250 on a tee sheet today. Wow. That's a few. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty book solid all the way through the whole day. So, uh, the girls going to be out golfing? Do they have a? They don't. They don't have a meet or anything today, do they? No, we have no meets today. The the ones that are going to be members at Northfield are probably playing over there today. Even though I'm sure they're pretty busy too. Sure. Um, we we had practice um, three days this last week, and we had two meets this last week. How did we do? So, well, on, on Monday we went to Red Wing. Um, was that just a duel, straight one-on-one? That was a, actually was a try. We, play, we played against uh, Red Wing and Rochester John Marshall, and it just so happens that this year those three teams are the best three teams in the conference. Um, we ended up shooting a 364, and John Marshall had 374, and Red Wing had 375. So wow. we won that try. And that was the first time that in school history that the Northfield girls had beaten Red Wing in Red Wing. So that was the first time that it ever happened. Nice. Um, And then on Thursday, we went to Winona, the Bridges Golf Course in Winona, and that was the 12-team conference match. 
where all 12 teams were there. And we actually had a pretty good day there, too. We ended up shooting a 380, and second place was Red Wing, and they were 385, and I think Albert Lee was third. I thought they were 409. So we won. We were the best team in the conference that day, too. So. Awesome. So it was nice to have a couple big wins like that this week. So as far as, you know, being the best in the conference, how, how overall are you in the conference? Are you, are you reigning on top? Oh, yeah, right now we're reigning on top. This year and then all the conference meets is, so if you have a duel, it's worth one point because you're just playing one team. But, like, the try that we had last Monday, we earned two points. And then at the conference meet, since we beat 11 other schools, we got 11 points. So we're sitting at 14 points, so we're leading the conference right now. Very good. Very nice. Who's uh, Who's your outstanding, who's your number one? My number one this year is a junior. It's Anna Nesset. Um, she was actually the medalist in the conference meet. She had an 85, so she had the low score in the conference. And then my number two golfer is a ninth grader, Emerson Garley. And she shot 89 at Winona, which was pretty good. It, was, it started out a day like today, you know, nice weather, just a little bit of wind, and then the wind picked up. And it was blowing about 25 miles an hour, and then there was a right around 3:15, a rain shower came through, and there was a strike of lightning, and all of a sudden it started hailing. Wow! So we had to get the girls off the course for a half an hour, and then we could get them back out there and finish the tournament. But yeah, it was kind of just went crazy on us. So were they were they doing well before the rain, or did they pick up after the rain? Um, they were doing okay. I mean. It, they had some holes where they had difficulty in, but everybody was having difficulty because the, the Bridges Golf Course is very difficult. It has a lot of out-of-bounds areas. It has a lot of water areas, so it makes it difficult. to, to If you're not keeping the ball exactly straight down the middle, you're going to end up with a lot of penalty shots, and, and that happened to all the teams. Where, where's What's that golf course name? Remind me to never go play there. Yeah, it's <laughs> called the Bridges, and it's in Winona. Yeah, I'll just I'll just wave as I walk by. That's just, yeah. yeah. If it's got out we of bounds, to play there twice this year. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, you want to hit it straight. Yeah, that's of course I'm not playing. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, so how how has uh, anything changed as far as practice or anything like that? As the the season progresses, do you, do you change anything up or is it just pretty much status quo? Well, yesterday we did we worked on some putting issues yesterday that I noticed we were having on Thursday. Um, we, when you're only like one or two feet off the green, the girls, some of the girls like to use a wedge to try to chip, and I'm trying to, to convince them that, okay, you can putt through this, and it's a lot easier to get the ball closer to the hole putting it than it is trying to chip, especially for kids who don't quite have a lot of ability. You know, they're still learning the game, so it's easier to putt. So, and you can save some strokes that way, which right. will help the team score. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of cool ideas. Do you ever uh, you ever teach them? You know, just you know how Tiger Woods would take a. I think he took a driver one time and like hit it from the <laughs> hit it from just off the green or something like that. Or you know, um, do you ever teach them? You know, backwards club type no, we, type of tricks or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, what I what I like to teach um, instead of always just using a pitching wedge or a sand wedge. Okay, take like a 9-iron or an 8-iron, and you don't have to chip it as far, and it can get it on the ground, and it's got to run farther. If you're farther, you know, if you're 5 or 6 feet off the green, and you've still got 20 or 30 feet of green before the pin, then I want them to use like an 8-iron or a 9-iron because it's a lot easier to hit that because you don't have to hit it so precise. Mm -hmm. But if you're like only like 1 foot, off the green or maybe on the fringe, then use a putter because it is a lot easier. Right. Right. Good. Good tips. I guess I'll have to try some of those too. Keeping it in bounds though, that whole thing. I just, I, I, I haven't, I've been playing golf for a long time and I still haven't mastered that. You'll, you'll have to, you'll have to get me out on the course and teach me a few things, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a lot easier if you hit it straight. <laughs> yes, yes, it sure is. What's coming up for the, the, the gals? How many, uh, what, how, what do you got? How, how many more contests do you have now before you start getting well, into some playoffs? This coming week on Monday, we go to Austin, uh, and we're facing Austin and Mankato East. 
and we're playing at the Austin Country Club on Monday. And then on Thursday, we actually are hosting an event here at Willinger's. Um, there's going to be, I think it's eight teams I have coming. So we do have, we have uh, Eden Prairie's coming in. They're one of the top teams in the state in Class 3A. Mm. Um, Forest Lake, uh, Woodbury, Roseville, uh, Lakeville North, Eastridge, and Wyzetta. Wow, you got some big teams coming in here. Yeah, we've got some big schools coming here to play. So how's how's that work? You got all those teams. Is are you actually competing against one another, or all of them, or is you just it's yeah, classes? Yeah, competing against all of them. What we're doing is we're bringing in four teams at noon, and the other four teams are coming at one o'clock. Okay. So so we'll be able to separate them a little bit, and then on Tuesday we set up a um, a JV event. For some of our younger kids that are still learning how to play, and we're going to the Summit, the Executive Part 3 course at Cannon Falls. So we're going to put two teams in there. I have 12 girls we'll put in there, um, all younger ones. And then we'll put in, we have Otana coming with two teams, and Austin's bringing some middle school kids to come play. So that'll give those kids a chance to play a somewhat competitive golf tournament. Uh, and then the following week, we only have one event. That's when we're hosting at Northfield. Uh, and I can't remember. I know Albert Lee's coming there, and I think Oatana's coming. Okay. And then on the 17th, we host Faribault at Northfield Golf Club. And the 25th is the second conference meet of May. And that's basically will be the end of the regular season. It'll be the On the 21st, we go to Mankato, too. Okay. And we're playing Mankato West and Rochester Century. And then the 25th of the conference in Faribault. And how many teams are coming to the conference? Everyone in the Big Nine? Or yeah, everybody in the conference. There'll be 12 teams there. Okay. And so and everyone just on, flat competes against each other. It's low, yeah. low score wins. Yeah, usually they send them off in threesomes, so they'll, they'll take the best golfers. And we played on Thursday, we played with uh, Red Wing and John Marshall. And we'll probably do the same thing when we have Faribault. So you send off the top three and then the the next three and they just keep going that way but they i'm assuming that we're going to do a shotgun start like we did in winona we'll do the same thing in fairball so you can spread the girls out more sure and then uh after may 21st then you have the of course you have that conference meet and then 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 it's state playoffs or sections, sections? yeah sections and that's oh, we're not sure which day we're going to be going at either june 1st or june 3rd and that's at Cannon Falls Golf Club. Okay. Because they're splitting, they're splitting the section teams in two. And then if you're in the top, I think, six teams, then you would play the second day, which would be the 7th of June. Okay. And then... That's a that's a 36-hole event. All right. And then from there, state tournament. Where's the state, where, state tournament, yep. And that'll be at... Uh, where's that going to be at this year? That'll be at Bunker Hills in Coon Rapids. Okay. It's been there for as long as I can remember. Sure. Yeah, nice course. Nice. N- another one you have to hit it straight at. Yeah. <laughs> Pesky golf courses, I swear. Yeah. Well, There's Mel. Golf courses that way. Mel, uh, Mel Miller, the head coach of the girls' Raiders uh, golf team, uh, on top of the conference. Got to be happy. Got to be proud of the girls so far. Oh, yeah. I'm very proud of them. They're, they're doing well so far. Awesome. Good season. Must be the coaching. It's got to be the coaching, right? Uh, we have some talent. <laughs> those who can do, those who cannot teach. Isn't that right, Mel? <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Something, something like that. Mel Miller, our guest this morning. Thanks, Mel. Have a great day. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And that is Mel Miller, head coach for the girls' golf team here. Uh, coming up on 29 minutes after 10 o'clock this morning. Don't forget, we'll have the On Deck Sports Show coming up around noon with Colin Landsteiner. He'll be in a little bit later this morning to talk a little bit more about the program and who's he got on. And he's got some exciting guests uh, that are going to be on um, the uh, program today. So that's that's going to be kind of exciting to uh, to see what, what he's got in store um, coming up. Uh, around noon and then we'll also have aj reister coming up in just a little bit as well and he's going to try to get us going on with 
Brent Hosteller and Avery Vallick. They'll be both on, coming up a little bit later here, with the softball interview. That's all coming up right here on KYMN. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties here this morning, but we're going to surely uh, try to uh, figure all that out. Uh, coming up here on the Raider Wrap, still to come, we do have A.J. Reister. Hopefully, uh, we'll be coming up here in a little bit to talk a little bit more about girls' fast pitch softball, along with he'll get an uh, up, update of all the Raider scoreboard and highlights and everything that is going on around uh, Raider Nation uh, this morning. The University of Minnesota Golden Gophers have their spring game, and I think that starts around 11 o'clock today. Um, so that would be uh, kind of an exciting time to uh, for uh, Gopher fans to maybe get involved and, and get up there and take a look at what the Gophers are going to look like in uh, 20. 21, I think it's 2021. Sometimes I, I digress. Mostly sunny skies today. We're going to have a high near 87. Light west, southwest winds at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And then uh, partly cloudy with a low around 55 tonight. And for tomorrow, looks like a slight chance of showers between uh, 8 and 2 tomorrow. Then a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 o'clock tomorrow. Mostly cloudy, a high near 75 southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Sunday night, 50% chance of some showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, low around 48. Not too windy. New rain full amounts be about a quarter to half of an inch on, on Sunday night. So uh, make sure that you've got your pots and plants and all things uh, in position to gain a little bit of Mother Nature. Then for Monday, it looks like a 40% chance of some showers. Uh, and then mostly cloudy with a high near 60. And uh, Monday night looks like mostly cloudy with a low of around 40. Then for Tuesday, mostly sunny skies, a high of 59, light northwest winds. So the north-northwest winds driving some of those temperatures down a little bit. Tuesday night is going to cool off, and it's mostly clear, and it's going to go down to around 37. And then uh, on Wednesday, it looks like a 20% chance of some showers after 2 o'clock, and then mostly sunny with a high near 59 on, on Wednesday. So it'll be calm. Uh, winds will just be light out of the north. And then for Wednesday night, looks like a 40% chance of showers, mainly after 8 o'clock at night, mostly cloudy, and then cooling off to around 39. For Thursday, it looks like a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, with a high near 57. North wind is 5 to 10 miles an hour. And then for Thursday night, 20% chance of some showers, cooling off again around 37. Friday, it looks like mostly sunny and a high near 59. Currently in the Cannon Valley area, it is 73 degrees with slight overcast skies. <laughs> slight overcast skies. And we've got some technical. we got Colin Landsteiner in here, and he's going to try to plug in a mouse or two and see if we can get me working there again. But, uh, hey, well, it's a great day to get outside again. It is May 1st, uh, May Day, if you will. And... Uh, Go ahead and uh, traditionally on uh, in May, you know they usually do the uh, May baskets and stuff like that. And people typically usually try to help out with uh, taking baskets next door to each other and, and lightening everyone's day and, and making everyone super happy. So all of that is going to be uh, something to do to get out and enjoy the day today. And we'll have 
Again, A.J. Reister coming up very shortly right here on KYMN. Hi, this is Beth at Service Master by Ayat. Let us help you keep your customers and employees safe and healthy so your businesses can stay open. We use a three-step clean, disinfect, protect system. Service Master by Ayat's technicians are experts in infection prevention protocol. Reducing the risk of exposure to COVID-19, pneumonia, influenza, and any other viruses by using our cleaning and disinfection services plus antimicrobial protection for up to 90 days of protection. Call eight. 877-945-0993 and demand the yellow Paul band. Ryland here from Johnson Ryland Homes. I just want to give you a quick update on some of our projects. We've been talking a lot about the Cannon River Valley Estates in Dundas, Minnesota. We have four home sites uh, remaining in there, all four slab on grade homes, customizable three-car garages possible. You can live right next to the river on a two-acre park, starting in the low 400s. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Community Resource Bank is an integral part of the thriving business and residential communities of Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Community Resource Bank strives to continually advance the trusted security you have banking with them, and great things are happening. Starting February 15th, Community Resource Bank will have a new website, crb.bank, and a new logo. Locally owned and operated, Community Resource Bank is truly a community bank. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister. A.J. Reister will be up shortly, and he will do a softball interview and meet the Raider. And then he'll have a follow-up of all the Raider scoreboards and highlights, all that coming up today on National Loyalty Day. May 1st, National Loyalty Day recognizes American freedom and is set aside for reaffirmation of loyalty to the United States and the recognition of the heritage of American freedom. As Mark Twain once said, loyalty to the country always, loyalty to the government when it deserves it. (laughs) Great quote by Mark Twain. 23 minutes in front of 10 o'clock, 73, going to about 87 today with some overcast, slight overcast guys, sunny to partly sunny, but it's going to be a glorious day today indeed. So let's get outside and enjoy it and take advantage of it. AJ, take it away. Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to Raider Wrap. I'm AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with softball all-stars Brent Hostetler and Avery Volick. How are you two doing today? Good. good. That's good to hear. It's getting a little bit warmer than how the week started, so that's good to see. Yeah, yesterday yeah. we played and it was pouring right before the game. It was really cold. It's not fun. Oh, yeah, no, no, not at all. No, that does not sound fun. We had to do a hill workout in the rain for track, and it's oh. like, oh, sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. We do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You probably, you guys probably don't have to run up hills running around the bases. So <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with some get to know you questions. How's school been going now that we're back in person? Um, neither of us actually go to school. We're yeah. both online. It's pretty good for both of us. It's kind of nice, like, because we do all of our school in the morning, and then we just go to softball practice, and then... Yeah, I like... I started the whole year on Portage, so I haven't gone to school, like, since the first day, mm-hmm. and 
I like it a lot. I can't imagine going back to school, honestly, right now. Neither can I. It's yeah, so nice. So it's very nice, and it, you do get to sleep in, so that's a perk. <laughs> but, like, it's just nice to create your own schedule for school yeah. and softball. Especially, it'd be super hard, I think, going back full-time and then having to go to practice at, every day after school. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get as much sleep as I did over even during hybrid. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like, think I get too much sleep. Yeah, I probably, probably sleep too much. <laughs> like almost 11 o'clock every day. Oh, that sounds so nice. <laughs> at 5.30 every morning. It's like, ugh. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that I don't get all my homework done oh, the day okay. before, so. Fair enough. I got to create my own schedule, so. <laughs> And what kind of classes are you guys taking over Portage? Um, I'm in a forensic science class and then a psychology. Those are like my two most interesting ones. Trying to figure out my major for college. So those ones are kind of like kind of directing me my way of my major. So those are my two favorite. I'm just taking a PE class and a health education class. How do you do PE over Portage? <laughs> um, well, they just have you like do a bunch of projects about stretching and... That's about it. That sounds fun. <laughs> More health class, so. Yeah. I'd say the Portage classes, like the electives for sure are probably more easy than the electives in school. Yeah. 100%. Like and there's so many more options to do. Yeah, like a diff like different options. Like there's a lot of Microsoft things and like forensics. Yeah, I don't think they offer that in the school. So that was really cool to yeah. like have that opportunity to take that class. Interesting. Yeah. I'd have to look into that because you're actually two of the first people that have I've interviewed that do full portage, so that's oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. 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 No, there's not a lot Different of people that do it. It's super nice. Yeah. yeah. That's mm -hmm. interesting. And then are you two in any other sports outside of softball? No, we're not. No. Just softball all the yeah. time. Nice. <laughs> there you go. And then what do you guys do outside of school and port sports? You have a lot of time since you're in portage, so oh. what do you guys kind of do? Well... We both like shopping a lot, and we just pretty much hang out with okay, friends. Okay, you're the shopper. <laughs> I haven't shopped at all. No, we just hang out with friends, pretty much with each other. Yeah. And our teammates. We go out to dinner a lot. That's probably, that's what we spend most of our money on. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, sleep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much is it. Yeah, you're sleeping good till 11. That's, a that's yeah. most of the day. <laughs> that sounds nice, though. Yeah. Sounds good. Now, you weren't able to have a season at all last year. What have you been doing to prepare for this season? Um, well, when quarantine started, Bryn and I just would go up to Dundas and just hit. And we both actually work at the Dome. So it's super easy for us just to go in after our shift's done and just go, like, take some reps. I used to, like, run in there sometimes, too, yeah. and do running workouts. And then I, like, over, like, like she said, we hit at the beginning. And then I'd pitch every day once a week with my pitching coach and Egan. So I did that a lot. And then I was still playing club ball. I had two tournaments before the high school season even started. So I was still doing that. And that was kind of preparing me for the high school season. Yeah, we also have the Dome softball. Oh, yeah. Helps we a had lot. Dome League, too. And that was most of the varsity players right now yep. played in the Dome League as well. So it's kind of nice. We get a feel for the team before a season even starts. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good to hear yeah. since that you guys were able to do a lot of stuff before mm -hmm. the season even starts. Yeah, so. it was nice. Yeah. And then what are some goals you were looking to accomplish this season? We're already a couple of weeks in. You have you had quite a few games already. What are some goals you're looking to accomplish? Um, we're kind of hoping to make it back to state this year. Yeah, and win the conference because we didn't win the conference two years ago. So yeah. I, I kind of have that as like one of my, I just want to win the conference. Yeah. And then sections obviously do well in that to make it to state. I think like... We have we play Mankato West tomorrow, <laughs> so I think that's kind of like a little like a little mini goal is yeah, to like beat, beat them. them again. Yeah, and we play them again at the end of the season before sections. So I think we just really want to kind beat of them. yeah, just to show that it wasn't just Luck. a one time game. Yeah, yeah in state. Yep. There you go. Some good goals to set. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, what is the most exciting thing about this team that us as fans can watch when we're watching you guys? Um, I would have to say a lot of us have been playing together for such a long time, so we have such a good bond. Mm -hmm. I'd say, like, our atmosphere, too. Yeah. Like, we're very loud, and well, I am, but, like, <laughs> obnoxious team. Yeah. And sometimes it might be annoying, but, like, at the same time, we just have, like, a good energy. And I think at the beginning of the season, we started off a little slow, like, with their energy. Yeah. But lately, it's been really strong and really good. Everybody supports each other really well, so... On and off the field, Yeah, and you can, great. like, see it, too, yeah. so, which is really nice. 
Yeah, it just kind of gets that energy up in the on the yeah. field and even in the fans. It's mm-hmm, definitely. Energy's up. Yeah. That's awesome. And which underclassmen are you most excited to watch this season? Um, I'm most excited to watch Lucy Menson. She's a freshman. So- oh. Um, but she's super good hitting fielding yeah. everywhere she has such a strong arm and she's always super positive even though she's super quiet yeah, i can't hear she says that <laughs> but you know so she's nice hearing. she's like yeah. the sweetest person on the team yeah and i'm excited to watch courtney graff she's our um she's second center fielder yeah second in the lineup and like our center fielder and the number two pitcher yeah number yeah. two pitcher i would say and um, she just overall, like, in Dome Ball, we saw her, like, talents, and it was just, we were all really excited to mm-hmm. see what she'd do, like, when we got into the actual season. She's and, a phenomenal slapper. Yeah, and she's it's probably crazy. one of the fastest people I've ever seen. <laughs> so yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing her. That, that's awesome to hear that we got a, we got a good young squad coming yeah. up, so that's mm-hmm. good. There's, like, 19 sophomores. A lot Holy of good cow. talent coming up So, like, the whole year. entire... There's two juniors and, like, 19 sophomores. Oh it's crazy. Gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and the whole, isn't, like, the whole starting infield seniors? Yeah, so, so they're going to have a God. whole new The whole infield is seniors, year. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those kind of crazy. Crazy numbers. Wow. All yeah. Right. <laughs> so we, we got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then you guys have been dominant against big nine opponents so far, even outside of the conference. What was it? Who were they? You guys beat 21 to nothing? Oh, Cass and uh, Manterville? Cass and oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I got to look at those stats. I was like, bro, this isn't even fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. No, but, no, that one, like, I didn't even think it was going to be that big of a score. I no. personally was going into that game, and I was like, this would probably be, like, some better competition in the Big Nine. And it, uh, it, it was, was, it was the opposite, but, like... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was still a fun game. Cause we we went into it thinking that it's going to be close because my freshman year when I was playing, they some girl hit a grand slam Ooh. off our pitcher, and it was like, yeah. wow. So we definitely gonna... all thought that like it was going to be a closer yeah. game. So we were not like surprised, but just kind of like taking a little off like balance. Like, oh, okay, it's not well, that close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was still fun. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. How are COVID-19 protocols affecting games and practices this season? Um, I don't think they've really affected us that much. Just probably in the dugout since the new mask thing from... Yeah, we don't have to wear them anymore when we play on the field, just in the dugout. I don't think that's really affected any of us. I would say maybe like... Indoor practices. Yeah, or like eating on the bus. Yeah, like I'm always hungry before a game and you can't eat on the bus. So you have to just wait, (laughs) wait till like you get off the bus and then like just spread out from everybody to eat. And so like that was just kind of weird, but it's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. And the mask didn't really bother me playing because we'd like the medical ones and you can breathe out of them just fine. Yeah. So it didn't really bother me, but I will say it's like nicer not to have it on. I mean, to have it off. Your vision (laughs) is so much, seems so much like more clear without it on, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Brynn and Avery, for coming in today. Yeah, I had a great you. time, thank you. and good luck to you guys this season. Thank, thank you. You yeah, too. Thank you. track. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. The man, the yellow van, called Service Master. Water or fire damage? The experts at Service Master by Iat provide peace of mind when disaster strikes your home or business. Don't know what to do next? We do. Demand the yellow van and call Service Master by Iat today.
Hey, this is Paul Ryland here from Johnson Ryland Homes. I just want to tell you about a new neighborhood. It's actually the completion of a neighborhood that's been going on for some time. It's called the Hills of Spring Creek. And we have 12 walkout sites for full custom design homes. And they're available right now. We're going to start our model home soon. You'll see that in the fall parade of homes. Come on down today and reserve your walkout lot of your choice. These are some very affordable lots right here in the city of Northfield on the east side up by the water tower. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap on a Saturday morning, May 1st. It's Join Hands Day today. I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, Join Hands Day is uh, observed across the United States on the first Saturday in May. It's about uniting the older generation with the younger generation in a day of volunteering. Instead of pointing out each other's differences that often create distance between one another, it's a day intended to bring uh, to everyone's awareness the benefits of aiding each other and learning and growing from those people that are older than we are. They have a vast amount of knowledge that we need to tap into and experience. Happy Join Hands Day from KYMN. Let's see what AJ's got going on with the highlights and scores and highlights around Raider Nation. AJ, let it rip. Welcome back to Raider Rap on KYMN 95.1, The One. Let's take a look back at a full week of spring high school sports. The boys' golf team participated in the Stillwater Invitational on Monday. Nate Stevens led the way for the Raiders, shooting a 73. Right behind him was Hawken Rustad, who shot an 82. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Jeb Sawyer, who shot an 83. The girls' golf team took on Rochester JM and Red Wing on Monday and won, shooting a combined 364. Rochester JM took second, shooting 374, and Red Wing took third, shooting 375. Anna Nesseth led the way, shooting an 83. Right behind her was Emerson Garley, who shot an 89. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Evelyn Jordan, who shot a 90. The softball team beat Cass and Manterville on Monday 21 to nothing. Bryn Hostetler started on the mound, scoring four innings, allowing zero hits, zero runs, and striking out nine. Katie Ballster, Samantha Noreen, and Michaela Girard all had two hits on the night. The baseball team beat New Prague on Monday 11 to three. The girls lacrosse team lost to Rochester Mayo 10-5. Stephanie Perez and Savannah Newberg each scored, while Gabby Murtha had a hat trick with three goals. The boys lacrosse team beat Rochester Mayo on Monday 12-4. Now on to Tuesday, where the girls track and field team took third, scoring 64 points, while Mankato East won the meet, scoring 98 points, and Owatonna took second, scoring 83.5 points. Nicole Thiebrath won the mile. Adriana Fleming won the 400. Clara Lippert won the 200. The relay of Clara Lippert, Jana Jansen, Grace Dickerson, and Nicole Thiebrath won the 4x4. And Sydney Peterson and Zibby Hanfield tied for first in the pole vault. The softball team beat Owatonna on Tuesday 13 to nothing. Bryn Hosteller was on the mound for the Raiders, scoring five innings, allowing one hit, and striking out 12. Bryn Hosteller also led the team on offense, scoring 3 for 3 and 1 RBI. On Wednesday, the boys' track and field team took third, scoring 58.5 points, while Owatonna won the meet, scoring 116.5 points. Ben Twittemeyer won the 400 in the relay of Will Tadona, Nathan Amundsen, yours truly A.J. Reister, and Martin Bryce won the 4x8 relay. On Thursday, the girls' golf team competed in the midseason conference championship and won, shooting a combined 391, with Red Wing shooting a combined 396, and Albert Lee taking third, shooting a 409. Anna Nesseth led the way for the Raiders, shooting an 83. Right behind her was Emerson Garley, who shot an 89. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Evelyn Jordan, who shot a 90. The boys' golf team took second at the midseason conference championships, shooting a combined 316, while Mankato West won the midseason championship, shooting a combined 314. Nate Stevens led the way for the Raiders, shooting a 71. Right behind him was Hawken Rustad, who shot a 74. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Jeb Sawyer, who shot an 80. The softball team beat Mankato West on Thursday 8-1. Bryn Hostetler started for the Raiders and went seven innings, allowing five hits, one run, and striking out eight. Courtney Graff and Michaela Girard led the way on offense for the Raiders, combining for four hits, four runs, and six RBIs. They improved to 8-2 on the season and sit in first place in the Big Nine Conference. 
The girls lacrosse team lost to Mankato 10-6 and are now 0-5 on the season and sit in last place in the Big 9 Conference. The boys lacrosse team beat Mankato 13-4. Spencer Klotz had five goals, Matthew DeBuse had three, Isaac Johnson had two, Nick Orozco had two, and Dylan Dietz had one. They are now 3-2 overall and sit in second place in the Big 9 Conference. On Friday, the boys' golf team had day one of the preview at Edinburgh, and the Raiders are in 10th place, shooting a combined 326. Nate Stevens shot a 70, Ike Vesey was right behind him, shooting an 83, and rounding out the top three after day one was McGuire Fink, shooting an 86. The baseball team lost New Ulm yesterday 11-1. to This is how it sounded on the call from Dirk. Benson winds and deal. There's one on it hit by Sayer. That is deep into the right center field gap. One run's going to score. Two runs going to score. Three runs are going to score as the hit and run was on. And New Ulm has broken the dam open here in the sixth. Sayer hit that one to right center as it landed between Jernell and Malika. And it is eight to nothing, New Ulm. An 11-1 New Ulm on the Mark Quinnell scoreboard. The over here, 1-2. Here's the pitch. It's the Bone Garcia. Swing and a mess. The 10th strikeout for Ethan Stady on the night. And the ball game is over. A dominating performance by the New Ulm Eagles. They dropped a 6-3 on the season and sit in second place in the Big 9 Conference. The Ultimate Frisbee team had their season opener last night and won 15-5. Today, the boys' golf team have day two of the preview at Edinburgh at the Edinburgh USA Golf Course at 11.30. Thank you for listening to this segment of Raider Rap. Be sure to stay tuned in for more sports right here on KYMN 95.1, The One. Community Resource Bank is getting a makeover. Security is very important. So with the launch of their new website, there will be a new website address at crb.bank. A verified bank domain means a more secure online banking solution and trusted communication. Look for their new website and logo starting on February 15th. Great things are happening at Community Resource Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to a wrap of the Raider Wrap. Four minutes in front of 11 o'clock on this beautiful, sunshiny day. We've uh, got about 74 in the valley. And light clouds still a little partly cloudy skies. We get a high of around 87 today. It is May 1st, and uh, not only is it May Day, it's all about the flowers, but it's also National Start Seeing Monarchs Day. I don't know if you knew that or not, but you can help prevent the extension of uh, monarch butterflies. You can plant a variety of native milkweeds in your backyard. Uh, it uh, like the monarch butterfly. They without the milkweed, the monarch will cease to exist. So we need people to start planting monarch way stations in their backyards. In these safe havens, monarchs don't have to worry about herbicides, pesticides, and GMOs affecting their daily meals. Did you know that? I didn't know that, Colin. Did you know that? I did not. You did not know that it was National Start Seeing Monarchs Day, did you? No, but uh, I would love to see some butterflies out there. I would. Today's the day to do it, too, for sure. Coming up on uh, 12 o'clock today, we've got a program called the On Deck Sports Show with your host, Colin Landsteiner. Colin, you've, uh, you've been doing it for a couple of weeks. How's that going? It's going fantastic, Jimmy. And really, the On Deck Sports Show, it's a show that airs every Saturday right before the Twins game here on KYMN, and it's a show all about baseball. We talk about every aspect about baseball, from beat writers to coaches to players to broadcasters, um, any sort of person involved with baseball. Well, they're going to be on the show. Do you tell you ever talk, you ever talk about streaks or um, you know taboos and stuff like that? Like you got to wear your socks inside out, and you know. No, but that could be kind of fun. Maybe I should look into somebody who's like a baseball, uh, you know, um, sort of. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for the word here. Yeah, I know. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Superstitions. Superstitions. There you yeah. go. Superstitions. Yeah. I mean, it's always fun. You know, you never get, you, once you get down the street, you see you don't shave or you, you know, you, you, you wash, you want, you wash your left arm first and then your right arm next. I mean, it's crazy stuff. That superstition with some of these ball players. You should, uh, you should probably check in with that. But who do you got going on today? Today we have the voice of the Twins and the voice of the St. Paul Saints. Um, Ooh, yeah. M- Michael Vick? <laughs> nope, we oh. got the broadcasters. Bill Murray. <laughs> that would be fun, too. Oh, I was so hoping uh, Bill was going to be on the show today. We got Corey Provis from the Minnesota Twins Radio Network, and we have Sean Aronson. He is the play-by-play announcer for the St. Saint Paul Saints. Oh, nice. And what are these guys, anything exciting? Are they just uh, Have they started their season? Yeah, so um, the Saints are going to start up this next week in Omaha. Okay. Um, taking on, and they got, you know, Saints, big changes for them. They're going to be the new AAA affiliate for the Minnesota Twins. And the, uh, I think our, what, our third catcher for the Twins, or second or third catcher for the Twins just got sent to uh, St. Paul. Yeah, is, isn't that going to be kind of weird? Right. You know, but very convenient. You don't have to go to Rochester, New York anymore. You're going to St. Paul, Minnesota, you know, just... Just across the way. It's um, exciting. It's so, exciting. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I, I'd be interested to find out how those guys feel about uh, this now becoming a uh, farms team. For- Real Radio. True Variety. 95.1. The One.